0: Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together louder for Jesus. People of God, today's message is for all children of God who are fighting without, but filled with fear within. In 2 Kings 6 verse 16, prophet Elisha said to his servant, Do not fear, for those who are with you are more than those who are against you. Nevertheless, I say to you that those that are fighting for you, those that are protecting you, those that are caring for you, are more than the forces of the adversary. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So, you may have your seats. People of God, I am Eugene and I am from South Africa. Let's clap our hands for Jesus Christ. And by the special grace of God, I'm an evangelist in training under my Father in the Lord, Prophet TB Joshua. Can we thank Jesus Christ for the life of our Father, Prophet TB Joshua. So once again, you're welcome to the Arena of Liberty, the Synagogue Church of All Nations, in Jesus' name. Let me ask you a question. How many of us would like to be used by God in a mighty way to hear God uh-huh, see hands everywhere to hear God speak clearly not in riddles but face to face as one speaks to a friend like God spoke to Moses let me see your hands again mm-hmm. how many of us would like to be the most powerful man or woman in the world in one of the most powerful nations and be in charge of virtually unlimited resources can I see your hands Of course, who would not? Okay, if I say to you, God will use you in a mighty way and He will speak to you clearly, but first, you will have to go through 40 years of preparation in the desert. And then, when God starts speaking to you, you will have to lead an entire nation of grumbling, complaining, ungrateful people through the desert for another 40 years. Who would like to go through that kind of preparation? Not as many hands as before. Okay, if I say to you, you will become the most powerful man or woman in the most powerful nation, but first, you will have to be hated and betrayed by your brothers, thrown into a dry pit, sold into slavery in a foreign land falsely accused and innocently imprisoned, a horrendous ordeal that lasted 13 years. I don't think anybody would voluntarily go through all that. I think maybe you will reconsider your ambitions and maybe settle for a lower position. Isn't it? Yes. So in these two scenarios, I was talking about Joseph and Moses and the intense preparation they had to go through in order for God to use them for his glory and to fulfill his purpose for their lives which was to save their nation from famine and slavery and to become beacons of shining light guiding future generations Now God often humbles those He designs to exalt and make them the stone the builders reject, which finally become the head cornerstone. So this is often how God prepares His servants for the service He designs them for and makes their trouble work for their advancement. So this preparation you and I need to go through in order to become what God has destined us to become shall be the focus of today's message titled divine preparation tell your neighbor divine preparation. divine preparation and this will bring us to the proof text of today's message which is romans 8 verse 28 to 30 romans 8 verse 28 to 30 So as you're opening your Bible to the proof text, open the door of your heart to God's Word, and He will open His window of heaven unto you. So Romans 8 verse 28, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to His purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. May God bless his word. Remember the title of our message, Divine Preparation. You can also refer to this as Divine Processing. We should value processing more than results. Processing is greater than the results. Everyone wants to be great. You saw the hands raised everywhere when they said, who wants to be used by God in a mighty way? So everyone wants to be great, but they don't want to go through the right process. It is the processing that will help you to maintain the result. If your processing you are going through is not in line with God, you will not be able to maintain the result. It will not be there at the time you need it. But if your processing is in line with God, no matter the challenges that come, you will withstand it in Jesus' name. Amen? So tell your neighbor, if my processing is in line with God it will stand any challenge hallelujah so those whom Christ designs to admit to the most intimate acquaintance with him he first makes sensible in order for them to realize how undeserving of his grace they ordinarily are Now, God often uses persecution, rejection, insult, embarrassment, just name any foolish thing, to prepare His servants for the service He designs them for and makes their trouble work for their advancement. What the enemy intends for evil, God works it for our good and for His glory. Tell your neighbor, what the enemy intends for evil... God works it for our good and for His glory. Even what the
1: enemy means for evil, you turn it for our good. You turn it for our good.
0: for Jesus Christ. Yes, indeed. What the enemy intends for evil, God works it for our good and for His glory. When God is involved, there is no real evil in your situation. As Christians, our situation may look or seem painful, yet it is not because it is not unto death, but for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, as Christians... Our situation may look or seem painful, yet it is not, because it is not unto death, but for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Now God often uses hard times to draw us to Himself so that we can take our proper position and possession in Him. For instance, when Joseph had the dream of his future glory, he was too young to appreciate it. I mean, if Joseph had become the prime minister earlier than he did in Egypt, he would have been too inexperienced to handle the position. So the hard times he went through in the dry pits, in Potiphar's house, and in prison were God's own way of preparing him for the future glory. Amen? In fact, if Joseph had not been in prison, he would not have had the contact that finally linked him to the throne in Egypt. So it was in these dark periods of his life that he gained the necessary experience and maturity to handle the responsibilities imposed on him by the exalted position he occupied in the royal courts in Egypt. So God used these hard times to prepare Joseph in the areas of mind management, material management, human management, and self-control. Virtues that saved millions of lives during the famine. So what hard times are you passing through? God may be using it to prepare you for your future glory. Amen? So from this we can understand that God uses these hard times to reveal His purpose in your life and for you to become an instrument of salvation to others. So as we struggle to overcome our troubles, we are making history and fulfilling our destiny. Amen? Tell your neighbor, as we struggle to overcome our troubles, we are making history and fulfilling our destiny. Now as Christians, God chooses what we go through, but we choose how we go through them. But today's generation, we want to choose what we go through. We try avoiding trouble as far as possible, whereas our God never dodges a crisis. We, on the other hand, we try and use science and technology to dodge our crisis, but we are only postponing the evil day. Many want to go to a place of reward without going to a place of sacrifice. We want to get great rewards and recognition immediately, but we are not willing to undergo trials, or even the preparation necessary that will enable us to endure the trials. If you are running from tests you are running from promotion if you are running from trials your trials could be embarrassment humiliation name-calling affliction temptation just name any foolish thing if you are running from these trials you are running from promotion so tell your neighbor if you run from tests you run from promotion if you run from trials You run from promotion. So stop running from promotion. Run to God, not from Him. Face your challenge. God Almighty will see you through. Amen? Because greater is He that is living in you than he that is in the world. Amen? Do you believe it? Shout the mighty hallelujah! Yes. So Daniel passed his test in the lion's den and he was promoted. But it was not only the lion's den that made Daniel a hero of faith. It was the years and years of faithfulness in the little things, in the daily things around him through which he expressed his faith in God that enabled him to be victorious in his big encounter. Now remember, Daniel was a slave in exile in a foreign land. Everybody he worked for and with was a different nationality, different culture, spoke a different language and did not share the same faith with him. Those are some pretty tough working conditions. Can you compare your working conditions to his own? No. No. Hmm. I didn't think so. So anybody else, sir? Can you compare your working conditions to Daniel's? No. Yes, in fact, his colleagues hated him so much, they conspired to kill him. Yet, he continued performing his duties faithfully every day, even though it might have been contrary to what he naturally wanted to do. Now that is character. That is what Christianity is all about. Christianity is much more than merely voicing a three-word expression after a prayer in Jesus' name. Be saved in Jesus' name. Be delivered in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. No. Christianity is much more than merely voicing a three-word expression after a prayer. Christianity is all about pursuing a disciplined awareness of His nature and character. Amen? Are you getting me? Christianity is much more than merely voicing a three-word... You know what I mean by three-word? In Jesus' name. It has become a Christian full stop at the end of every sentence. So Christianity is much more than merely voicing a three-word expression at the end after a prayer in Jesus' name. Christianity is all about... Pursuing disciplined awareness of God's nation, nature, and character. Amen? So as Christians, our character needs to be tested against facts and experiences. Genuine spiritual maturity needs to be tested in the real situation in order to expose the reality of that maturity. This is the only way You can identify those who genuinely are sincere in the relationship with God. This is the only way you can identify those who are genuinely pursuing a disciplined awareness of God's nature and character. Amen? So as Christians, our character grows by facing difficult situations. A character can only grow by obeying the Word of God in the midst of trial, temptation, affliction, humiliation, embarrassment, and so on and so forth. Brethren, this is the only way Christian character can grow, by obeying the Word of God in the midst of your challenges, in the midst of your affliction, trials, tests, and tribulation. Tell your neighbor, the only way my character can grow is by obeying the word of god in the midst of temptation trial embarrassment insult any foolish thing hallelujah so in the book of hebrews 5 verse 8 it says that though jesus was the son of god he learned obedience by the things he suffered Let me take it again. Hebrews 5 verse 8. Though Jesus was the Son of God, He learned obedience through the things He suffered. We learn obedience by the difficulties we face every day. So for gold to be gold, it has to pass through the furnace. It has to go through the necessary processing for all impurities to be removed. The same is the case with our characters. It has to pass through the necessary processing for all impurities to be removed. Amen? So gold is refined in the fiery furnace. Human character is refined in the furnace of humiliation, intimidation, name-calling, persecution, rejection. Name any foolish situation that you are facing. That is what God is using to refine your character for His glory. Amen? So many of us sitting here or viewers at home, we have the promise of God, but you lack perseverance. You lack endurance. You lack patience. And impatience is costly. Your greatest mistakes in life will happen because of impatience. In fact, if you are sincere with yourself, most of the, your plans that fail today do so because of a lack of preparation and time. Our, Jesus, our Lord Jesus Christ lived on this earth for 33 years. The first 30 years were preparatory. So He spent 30 years in preparation for what he came for. So though Jesus knew he came to change this world, he waited patiently for God's time. He waited patiently for the fullness of time. This is a message you should follow up if you want to succeed in life. Life is in stages. A time to be born, a time to grow, a time to face persecution, a time to overcome and a time to show the proceeds of victory what stage are you in life is in stages what stage are you in in the University of God however brilliant you may be you will not be given double promotion you will take every course because each course serves a purpose Let's take that again. Tell your neighbor, in the university of God, however brilliant you may be, you will not be given double promotion. You will take every course because each course serves a purpose. Hallelujah. Now God Almighty... He often uses foolish things to reveal His purpose in our lives. If you look at the Bible, the book of Luke, chapter 5, verse 1 to 5, you will see that God used disappointment in the life of Peter. If Peter had caught fish earlier that fateful night, he would not have met the Savior at the seaside the next morning. So the problem we complain of at times is meant to reveal God's purpose in our lives. But today, our attitude in prayer is to instruct God in the way He should go whenever we are facing difficult situations without finding out whether or not what we are going through is meant to glorify God's name. And is that not what it's all about? To glorify God's name? So do not let this apply to you. Let me say that again. Today our attitude in prayer when we are facing tests and trials is to instruct God in the way He should go whenever we are facing these situations without finding out whether or not what we are going through is to glorify His name. Hallelujah. And it's all about Jesus. It's all about glorifying God Almighty. Amen? So as Christians, many times it seems as if we are troubled on every side. Under such situations, many cry unto the Lord, but not out of faith, out of fear, panic, and lack of faith. So God sometimes allows His servants to come under such trying situations in order to bring them to their knees. In the book of exodus 17 the israelites murmured against moses for bringing them out of bondage fear and panic set them murmuring against god as if god was no longer able to salvage their situation this is a very dangerous thing to do it is always in our best interest to get above our fears even when it seems impossible to get above our troubles Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, it is in our best interest to get above our fears, even when it seems impossible to get above our troubles. Hallelujah. So, people of God, in conclusion, the Bible says that knowing Jesus is not only seeing His works, but learning His way. God visits His people, you and me, with hard times so we may learn His way. So His way, though hard to the ungodly man, is desirable and profitable because it leads us to safety and eternal life. And that is the sole end and purpose of all our activities here on earth. The salvation of our souls. Eternal life. So that is what it's all about. So when the eyes of your faith are opened, you will know the value of your challenges. You will know the value of your trials, tests, temptation, persecution, whatever you are facing. If your processing is in line with God your processing will be able to withstand any challenge. If your processing is in line with God you will be able to withstand any challenge. So let us rise up and make the following declaration. Let us ask God Almighty to open the eyes of our faith so we will know the value of our trials, that we will know the value of our challenges. So repeat after me. My challenges challenges. are are for my spiritual benefit. My challenges... Are to humble me my challenges are to prepare me for God's service my challenges are to refine my character my challenges are to draw me closer to God my challenges are to prepare me for promotion my challenges are to prepare me for the future glory My challenges are God's own way of releasing me into my destiny. My challenges are to teach me to be consistent and persistent in prayer. My challenges are to strengthen my desire and determination for Jesus. My challenges, my challenges. My challenges are for the glory of God. Hallelujah. So if you believe that, put your hands together for Jesus Christ. So let me leave you with this prayer. To those of us who are under the influence of this message, let me leave you with this prayer. As you know Jesus' name genuinely, be lifted up in Jesus' name. As you know Jesus' name genuinely, be healed in Jesus' name. As you know Jesus' name genuinely, be free in Jesus' name. As you know Jesus' name genuinely, be be delivered in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. Amen, amen. So people of God, I leave you here in faith and pray to meet you again in faith, blessing God in your challenges so you will be blessed by God through your challenges in Jesus' name.